0: Alright, I think we're all set. Awesome. The test files are over, so we can officially start. Dope. Gonna, well, actually, we're already recording, so...
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah, you he he already joined. Nice.
0: Shit, to eat the shrooms or to not eat the shrooms, that is the question.
1: Yeet <laughs> it, dude. Yeet it? Yeet. Do you have any green?
0: Oh, my stash is in the backyard.
1: Oh, shit, why? <laughs>
0: Well, I was roofing my GB back there after I did some yard work. But... Dun, dun. No, I left it out there on purpose. Uh-oh. But also I'm low, and I'm on stems and crumbs. <laughs> Damn, so which, that this sucks. I'm only hitting my GB, because I'm in conservation mode.
1: I finally found a new guy here. Since um, Servio broke up with me.
0: You had a girlfriend?
1: No, Servio, my oh, friend. He is... fucking... Stop selling me weed.
0: Oh, I can't believe I'm eating this stem.
1: Be oh, you're doing it? <laughs> nice.
0: I gotta join you, man. Which I do not. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, did you hear the new uh, Rogan podcast? The Stamets. No. It's really good. Who's on it? Paul Stamets, dude. The Mushroom Man.
0: I think I've been seeing clips. Sort of.
1: There's, like, one a while back, too, but he just went out again.
0: That's what's cool about Joe Rogan. Because, like, most of those people are just his friends, so they keep on reappearing, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and they're dope people, too. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's just, like, so kind and knowledgeable and, like, rational. You know, he seems like he wants what's best for the world, which you don't really see People mm-hmm. who get media attention, like you don't really think that about them a lot.
2: Did you hear
0: about MSNBC's Yang media blackout?
1: No, wait,
0: what? Well, mainstream media keeps on like excluding Yang. Yeah, all the graphics. Right. And MSNBC did it again, like yesterday, and they had like people who weren't even officially running yet who were pulled at like one percent, and there was an empty name. Slot. Oh shit! <laughs> it's
1: That's crazy. so stupid. Wait, why didn't they? I mean, is this really just like some coordinated
0: dude, it's like effort some,
1: by people in power to
0: like prob- keep Yang? Dude, name. it's not a coincidence it's that the media keeps on like fucking up Yang's name and cutting it. Yeah, it's, him. Really it's, sh- it's, it's really it's actually kinda creepy. It's really shady. Yeah. It sucks too, but the thing is like I, I feel like Yang has the most dedicated fan base and he is mainstream now. Because now he's att- he's attracting negative attention, which means that yeah. he's gone mainstream.
1: I don't I don't know, dude. The thing is, like, there's just so many dumb Americans, and they'll probably <laughs> just vote for someone like who appeals to them on that level, you know?
0: Yeah, but like, Jimmy Carter was polling at similar similar levels during his campaign at a similar. Yeah,
1: no, i I think Yang is definitely Williams. a very strong shot, mm-hmm. but like. I don't but, know. There's just no, a lot. There's a lot of estupidos as I, well.
0: There, no, I agree a hundred percent. But I, I think that Yang's gonna have a huge voter turnout because of how many people who actually like him and actually yeah. are, are really dedicated to his campaign. Yeah,
1: kind of like a silent majority type thing.
0: The thing Trump. except for like Bernie, all the other Democrats are just i'll just vote for them because they're not trump you know a lot of people like my own parents well, my they one. all I'll just vote for, i'll vote for anyone who's not trump
1: but i mean honestly I, they all just sound like machines
0: like dude they are you listen like to warren
1: warren dude she's like gives off she gives off this like fake impression of authority right like Oh, I'm mm-hmm. a professor at Yale, and like, and she like speaks very confidently when she has like, no idea what she's talking about, you know. And th- that's I think that's uh-huh. why some people are attracted to her. She really has like she's... She's so misinformed, like, and doesn't have like concrete po- policy suggestions. Like Yang is like got like seventy three policies outlined online or something like that, and
2: yeah, you know, like, really her, like her plans Google just
1: don't make sense. She just doesn't yeah. know. Like what's going on? Like that—that that one debate clip where it was, um, Yang was like, "I have, I have I the have facts.
2: The yeah, yeah, I, I have, have
1: the, the data. data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Democracy dollars. Yeah, that's also like, hella, hella dope Pretty idea. Needed, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, just a very original idea that makes sense. I think that that's what Yang's really about.
0: Yeah, I mean this, this election is really making me realize how much is changing you know like this is the 21st century election you know yeah, are 21st century issues and it's I don't know it's kind of jarring like starting to notice it for the first time
1: yeah I mean one thing that Yang has definitely succeeded at is like making people think about the future yeah totally like other candidates are starting to sound like him you know
0: no, especially Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. I think there was I a mean, clip of him on Cold Air where he was like, it's something that I like to call, or others like to call, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No, Obama talked about something similar, like uh, like Tulsi Gabbard. I don't
0: know. Oh, um, and Hillary's claiming that Tulsi Gabbard is like a Russian puppet. <laughs>
1: Honestly, she kind of the Russian uh, media outlets are boosting her, so that's kind of suspect. Yeah, like why would they? Oh, well, I mean the reason is because she kind of like uh, I don't but I'm not really like informed about it. Something about right. Syria, something about like us not like we shouldn't be involved in Syria or something in Russia, like that. Yeah, I heard
0: something about that, but the whole situation in the Middle East is just a mess. I think she was yeah. mainly just advocating for us to
1: You know, that would be East. that would be a cool yeah. podcast idea. Is like, understanding the whole dynamics of the Middle East.
0: I mean, how the internet? We could do it right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just so fucked, though. It's like, so complicated. I don't, I don't, like, understand the most basic shit about it. I'm sure, like, 99.99% of Americans don't They're,
0: either. is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I just, I found out yesterday that only Muslims are allowed in the entire city of Mecca. I, I never, I. Wait, like, seriously?
1: So we yeah. can't, we so can't go there?
0: To, it, no, unless you're Muslim. Like literally the freeway signs will have like a Muslim only. Can,
1: can you project. sneak in? I mean, how, how um, do they keep you out if you're I not Muslim? You
0: could, but they have border patrol outside of the city. Like, the whole metropolitan area is shit. closed off. Or can't
1: office. we just say we're Muslim? What's the <laughs> big deal?
0: Yeah, but there's, like, stories of, like, white guys who were visiting, <laughs> and they were just trying to get in, and the guards were friendly, but they told them they had to just go to, like, Riyadh or something. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, but, like, the freeway sign says, like, Muslim only. And then for the exit to, like, some other saudi arabian cities said like obligatory for (laughs) non-muslims it's crazy it's a whole nother world out there wait so
1: you can't go in if you are a muslim
0: no it so the freeway goes towards mecca and it says on the freeway sign muslim only for the lanes that go to mecca and then oh Oh, exit lane that goes to the (laughs) other direction towards the non muslim, bro, music, muslim you know, so like... only lanes <laughs> dude it's fucking saudi bro what do you expect <laughs> they're a fucking batshit country dude
1: dude it's crazy like just like different ways people live around the world i was reading this thing today that um <laughs> like bantu people in africa sometimes just keep pygmies as slaves <laughs> and like they claim and the, the justification is that it's a time-honored tradition between Bantu's and pygmies.
0: <laughs> Honored by <laughs> not the pygmies, I'm assuming. Dude, Dude like... no, I've been thinking about it. Like, we are—I mean, we are extremely privileged to live in the country that we do. And there are billions of people who are having a pretty shit life, you know. Yeah. Around the world. Oh,
1: there's so many. Be- okay, like. If you're like a being in this world, 99% chance that your life is just shit. You know, like we, first of all, like mm-hmm. happen to be humans where like we can create all this meaning with our lives just by like making it up. And then also like we're like humans in really good situations too. It's really lucky. And it sucks like mm-hmm. when, when you get feeling depressed or whatever because like you kind of like feel, you feel like you shouldn't because of your position, you know, but like.
0: But I think that's just. I feel like everyone, no matter how rich or poor they are, where they live, to some degree suffers. I think that's just inevitable.
2: Yeah.
1: Well.
0: I don't think you can. I mean, I
1: think you can escape suffering. I think.
0: I think suffering is a strong word, but just feeling how mundane second to second existence is, or something like that. You know.
2: Yeah. I feel
0: that. I was watching. Earlier today on YouTube, a video by Yes Theory where one of the guys from the channel visited the least visited country (laughs) and it was Tuvalu. And you know, Tuvalu is just like a really narrow atoll, but wait, but they're like
1: an island nation. Think exactly, kind of and
0: like more. the only all the Westerns <laughs> were on his flight to Tuvalu were there for like some UN humanitarian things, and then like oh, all, shit. The, all the officials thought he was like crazy because he's like, yeah, I'm just visiting. It's like, why are you in Tuvalu? It's like I'm, I'm visiting, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, why doesn't anyone visit? it It's just so remote, you know. Oh, okay. Love so obscure. but the coolest part was, dude, everyone there. I mean, the the country is like a giant commune like everyone Whoa. is like associates with each other everyone's out together and everyone's yeah, like, extremely cool. close like, and happy yeah that's and how humans because are supposed the, to be. The, the plane the, the the plane's scheduled to arrive like once every three days so once the plane leaves like everyone goes onto the runway and they just play like soccer and everyone's out together on the on the fucking air like the landing strip they're just playing like wait, why did,
1: wait, why? Wait, why? Their pla- wait. What do you mean? What are these planes like? Supply planes?
0: <clears throat> no, there's commercial planes only land in Tuvalu once every three days. Oh,
1: wait. So then, what's what's so soccer the have to leave,
0: leave, with it? No, what I mean is once the oh the plane I see leaves, they use everyone the goes onto the airstrip and the field and just like All hangs right. out and plays soccer. Yeah, and that's really cool. Fuck. Yeah, and like the, even though living there, like everyone is like, yeah, you can stay at my house, like my house your yeah. house oh, kind of thing and it's like so cool. man this, this is just what the kind of community i want to live in you know yeah and totally. i feel like we don't get that in developed nations definitely
1: not developed i think that's nations
0: what... are, they're there's they're so isolationist like yeah you, everybody's you, lonely you live in and your that's own... what's yeah
1: and that's why, like we're why we're getting so sad you know it's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> When you're when you're like alone with yourself and the internet, it just makes you feel insignificant and meaningless. You know? Yeah.
0: I mean, I love being alone. Like, I don't mind it, and there's not that many people that I like spending that much time with. Yeah, I mean, there's like a few people I really like spending time with, but you know. Yeah. It's it's yeah, not that often. But one thing I, I mean, I agree with the whole. Being alone with the internet is definitely not healthy, so I've been reading a lot more. I've just been getting into the habit of
2: reading a book every single day. A book? Hmm? A whole book? No, not an entire book, but
0: just getting in the habit of picking up a book. I finished finished a book in two days, The Alchemist, was it was a pretty short book. Nice. and i started on this book called mexico which is a collection of short stories that usually involve the cartel <laughs> in some way <laughs> it's like a collection of f- fictional sh- uh, short stories about ordinary people who somehow got involved in the cartel it's, it's really cool but and i'm still working on a steve jobs biography <laughs> i started that <laughs> oh that's such a good in college plot. but it, i mean apple's history is just really fascinating like every period of it you know every period yeah. is equ- equally oh, yeah. interesting
1: yeah. jobs is such a fascinating human too mm-hmm. i mean totally crazy but like just like
0: yeah but you know i think that's why he was so effective was because of how crazy he was
1: yeah you gotta have that reality distortion field mm-hmm. that's what makes you successful
0: you I mean, can you see can't something that make isn't a there. breakthrough if you try to doing what everyone else is doing, you know. Yeah. Because that's what everyone else is doing, <laughs> and I think Jobs really understood that. That, I mean, he did LSD like fifteen times.
2: <laughs> yeah, he
1: would ask it in interviews. Like, have you, have you done LSD?
0: Well, he's like, are you a virgin? Have you done LSD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Steve Jobs has ever done psilocybin. I don't think he's ever. Of, talked of course. About it. Really, I don't think it's I've ever heard him mention that he ever tripped. on Really?
2: Oxygen.
0: I mean, you just—he just seems like the kind of guy who would. But I mean, he, he just, seems like he. Like, they
1: why only would talk
0: he about not? LSD? I don't know. I mean, Damn. he might have, but there's just no mention of shrooms. It's always LSD. Huh. And I think I've, if I do seven more trips. On LSD, then I will have equaled
2: the amount of times Jobs has done it. Really? How many times is that? He's done it fifteen times. That's what he said in the biography. Huh. There was like an interview for security
0: clearances. He like stated that he had tried LSD. Something.
1: I would. I would think it would be higher than that.
0: I mean. Compared to most people, 15 is a lot. Most people only have like one trip under their belt.
1: <laughs> yeah, or zero.
0: Well, yeah, no, most people have zero, but <laughs> people who have tried it, and, you know, there's a fair amount of people who have gone like, oh, a many- I mean,
1: also, like, what do you define as a trip? Because, you know, I've, I've done like 50 to 75 milligram range. That's anything from like 30 to like less than 100. It's kind of like in a gray area,
0: I feel. Yeah, and I have never done under a hundred on LSD.
1: Really? I, that's a, that's uh, a very common dose for me. I feel like it's a very, it's like, it puts you in a very good zone.
0: My, like baseline, my baseline dose, because just a tab. I don't yeah. bother cutting. Yeah. It all.
1: No, like the lower doses are really you can, because you can still function like very well. I mean, you get kind of effects, yeah. visuals and stuff, but like it just really allows you to open up and flow okay. with whatever you're doing, especially, like, writing shit or, like, making shit. When you just want to get into a state of flow and just concentrate, like...
0: I bet that would really help with writing. It's
1: really good. Yeah, writing, especially. Yeah, I do essays on it all the time.
0: Because I... like, want to get into writing because I never really enjoyed writing that much.
1: Yeah, because you're always forced to do it. I hate writing essays.
0: Well, no, it's... Well, no, even creative writing. Like, I like... I mean, I feel like everyone, to some degree, like wants to write down these fictional stories, but writing oh, yeah. is just really draining, you know? But it's... what it, the reason why... I, well, one of the benefits of my reading habit is that it's making it easier to write fiction. Yeah. And I wanted to start on this story when the protagonist is basically, like, a reflection of me or my current psyche, you know? <laughs> Like, the protagonist is 19 years old. It takes place in the year 2000, though. Shit. What I think is going to happen is her her mom and her little brother is going to die in a freak car accident in Chapter 2. And then she's somehow going to meet the Psychonaut whose name is, like, Elias Cook. And he's, like, an old hippie. And I was thinking about creating, like, a fictional psychoactive plant for it, but I don't know. But <laughs> it's I, a no, cool concept. The, 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 like, with writing, one cool thing you can do with it, even fiction, is, like, just organizing what's going on in your own life, organizing your own thoughts. Like, it really helps put your, your life in perspective when you fictionalize it a little bit.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: And that's why I want to get into writing, because writing is really fucking painful, <laughs> even for fun.
1: I, don't, I wouldn't say it's painful, dude. Sometimes it's just like it's, it's, a it's release, just, you know, especially if you, you don't really burn. care about like what you're putting out there, you know, like you're not really like caring about like what it what it comes off as you're just kind of like spewing, you know, that's that's kind of fun. I don't get to do that very often, but when I do, it's very nice.
0: Yeah, this is the first time in a while that I'm like sitting down and I want to have something finished. The main character's name is Lucy, by the way.
2: (laughs) Definitely not named after LSD. But (laughs) I got your joke. Dude, this is really coming over me in like a wave now. I don't know if I'm feeling the mushrooms yet I don't know I actually know I'm getting into this conversation in a new way it could be the mushrooms I'm feeling kind of spooky
0: so what is the third plateau like
1: I'm not, I don't know if I'm there
2: I don't know what plateau I'm at but I just feel Are like. or you just feel drunk I don't know, dude. It's a weird feeling. I don't
1: know how to describe it. You know, it's just like, the feeling is so subjective, you can't really describe
0: anything about it. But That's psychonautics. Yeah. It's just studying the subjective
1: like I feel like, it reminds me of rolling forward in a wave, but I feel (laughs) like my center of thinking has moved forward to, like, my nose (laughs) and that my mind is, like, expanding outside of my head you know i'm just trying to like bring up impressions in your mind yeah. that remind me of like how i'm feeling right now you know i can't I mean, really describe can't,
0: it yeah you can't really yeah put the effects into the words it just doesn't yeah
1: work. i feel like there's like kind of a force draw like drawing me forward mm-hmm. and it's like I don't, I don't know i feel happier i can't think i can't get into like thought loops in my head like I feel kind of the the disconnect of alcohol. Like you don't really like mm. overthink things, you know, you can, or you can't overthink things. Like there's <laughs> no, just I, not that like layering of thought
2: anymore. You know, I want to talk about
0: the thought <laughs> loops because the thing is like the classic kind of thought loops. I only get on acid, but on mushrooms I always get deja vu, and it's kind of like thought loops, but not really because. On my last on my on my trip uh, over halloween i remember my buddy he only did like a gram and i did five grams but whenever we would talk we would always our conversations would always be the same i would say like it feels like this night has happened before even though that was his first time in my house it felt like he had been at my house before yeah and it was like yeah it, it really does and then like two minutes later i'll say hey you know what it feels like this night has happened before." he look at me and he's like, Yeah, it really did. And then two minutes later, hey, you know what? Oh, that's weird. Dude, it feels dude. like this night has happened before. And, you know, <laughs> dude, and this would just continue on and on. And then I remember I was trying to put on my basketball shorts to go in the sauna. And like I could not tell which way was inside out. And I just kept on like fumbling with the pants for so long. And then later I saw my buddy looking at his sock. And I was like, "Yo, why are you staring at his sock?" And he's like, "Dude, I can't tell which way's inside out." <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Dude, I was just..." there. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You just like like you line up so with the person confused. You're with. Yeah, you you just feel so confused, and it's like just this immense flooding of deja vu. It just feels like that's why I think people say, including myself, that mushrooms make you realize everything's happening at once. Because you get that feeling that that everything that's happening in that present moment has happened before in some way or another, you know,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, it's a spooky feeling. I think just like the it's like kind of just like the dissolving of lines between things and times.
0: In my opinion, I think mushrooms are more spiritual than acid. I mean, I'm not trying to discredit LSD at all. I mean, LSD can have incredible profound you know abilities when it comes to thinking about reality but i think mushrooms kind of takes it a step further in a way it, it really does dissolve those boundaries but it's also it's it's like it's, it's bittersweet because on mushrooms you feel you feel good but then you kind of get like this existential dread like yeah. you know, everything's meaningless. Like everyone I know and love is gonna die eventually, you know. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna Dude, get That old. first
1: <laughs> experience. Now that that kind of sums it up perfectly. For you. For you too, I feel. We no, were both kind of just
0: because like I had, I got really deep I got fucked by those mushrooms the first trip. Like I definitely was on another planet. There was no question yeah. about it. And I remember distinctly, like, after the peak, but not coming down, you know, like, still pretty heavy.
1: No, I I feel you. I was there, too. But I I just, like, kept, like, fishing myself out of it.
0: I remember Googling if I was dead. I Googled, like, twice, like, am I dead? And then I was convinced that all my Snapchat contacts were just created in my head and they didn't exist in real life. I mean, I didn't even know what real life was at the time, but... It's I don't know mushrooms are are fucking weird. It's just mushroom, I'd sum up mushrooms I some of mushrooms is just confusion and deja vu.
2: But also incredibly spiritual at the same time. There's a lot more to it than that. Oh no, yeah, definitely, but just based on I
0: mean I've only tripped on it twice. I mean yeah. I felt anything twice. Yeah. So just my current observations. Yeah. But I mean it's still it's a lot different than acid. Like it's a totally different experience than acid. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was so much more different than I thought it would be.
2: But now that I've done it
1: more, I feel like I can see more of the similarities. You know. Like the first time I was like so I didn't really know because it's unique, you know, like it's completely unique. <clears throat> and then, mm-hmm. then like after you've done it, like you've done both of them, you can kind of see like some parallels between them, you know, yeah. like why they're in the same class and things like that.
0: Oh, there's similarities between them. Yeah, I think like compared to
1: like Benadryl, like there's of course there's huge similarities between those two compared to like, Benadryl.
0: I think the way that it hits you is so much different on shrooms. On acid, it's a really slow build up and, the, and the, it kind of like gently transitions between each phase of the trip while mushrooms kind of like shoots you into the trip you know you feel like really nauseous and paranoid and then like and like really stoned and then bam you're fucking
1: drunk. yeah you kind of like
0: it like really like, hits you in a really kind of hazy in that, in
1: that initial yeah. state and then it just like creeps up on you
0: I don't know Mushrooms like, have always felt much more intense than. oh possible. yeah I, I
1: definitely feel like I'm in the back seat
0: yeah, right. acid. Oh, exactly. Like acid, I, I'm definitely on the rocket, like controlling the rocket ship, because I can, I can go out in public on acid, but mushrooms, forget it. <laughs> I'm not going. I mean, out I there. wouldn't say
1: I have, control, I have control, but I mean, more, more, control, more
0: so. I'm, I'm able. I'm I'm much more self aware, I should say, on acid than on mushrooms. On mushrooms, I I really start kind mm. of. I don't know if
1: I have enough evidence to make that comparison.
0: I mean, I. Did take a pretty big trip last time, but the yeah, thing that's true. only last—I mean, the bulk of the trip only lasted for like three hours, even though. But you know, it's not that far off because
2: I think the range is like four to six hours. Yeah, but you no, know. yeah,
0: <clears throat> it's just crazy. You know, I—I I, I believe that whoever said that mushrooms
2: are the way that the universe communicates with animals Stamets hmm Stamets thinks that oh really
1: yeah
0: wait is he the guy who wears the German hat yeah okay I've seen a little bit of his stuff or a few of his clips of Joe Rogan
2: You're taking a hit out of the apple. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Dude, what's getting crossed on DXM and weed like? I'm just in such a weird state right now. I just feel so open. Like, <laughs> like, physically open. Yeah. As in, like, I don't know. I just
1: feel like I'm existing in the plane between my body and the real world.
0: The plane between your body and the real world. And and
2: the world outside my body. Like, I'm just, like, I'm, like, at the barrier. All right, I messaged that Tinder chick. May as well, you know.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I'm not really, f- I can't tell if I'm
2: feeling much from the, the mushies, but...
1: It's probably affecting you somewhat.
2: Probably,
0: man. I got the coolest closed eye visuals on my last trip. Like, it was. I get a lot better open eye visuals on acid, but I get so much more vivid closed eye.
1: Oh yeah, they're like solid.
2: Yeah.
0: But like it was things. almost like these neon, symmetrical neon lines. They were like oh. really, really bright and vibrant. Uh, it was really cool, but no, on acid I always see like these rainbow splotches, you know, all over the place.
1: I see like rainbow, like skeletons and stuff, like walking really? around and dancing in a landscape. Hmm. Like not not like human skeletons, just like skeletal like esque objects, you know. Really?
0: Because yeah, I see like these these really abstracts, like rainbow blobs everywhere. Wow. Huh if you see the timothy leary tripping on acid blotter art that's like a much more intense version of what i see oh wait i see that for sure yeah like Did i you see, the I blotter see art.
1: wait no w- When my eyes are open i see that stuff more
0: that's when what i mean open eyed.
1: yeah oh yeah yeah for sure like things like ooze and shit and like come like breathe almost
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah the breathing
1: yeah Dude, in the, in the forest with the moss, the emerald forest, that whole thing was breathing. It was amazing. Oh,
0: dude, we got to go hiking when you come back to Johnson City.
1: Oh, totally,
0: dude. Oh, shit, when's your break yeah. starting?
1: Um, I'm going to be coming down for Thanksgiving. I don't remember what day. I think it's, it's
2: already
0: it's like
1: the 18th. 27th or something. I'll be down there.
0: Well, I might be going to Chattanooga for Thanksgiving, so... I mean, we'll probably overlap, though. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and we got winter break coming up, too, though.
0: That's good. I'm going to be in Montana for a lot of it in California. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'll probably be back. And your break is, like, ridiculously long, right?
1: Yeah, it's five weeks. Shit. It's ridiculous. It's like a mini summer break, honestly. (laughs) It's pretty crazy.
0: Well, the Ivy League schools are known for... Giving their students a lot of days off. I mean, well, you know, yeah, it least. fucking sucks,
1: dude. <laughs> like, it's fucking stressful. We need the days off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I don't go to an Ivy League school, bro.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't want. I don't want to talk about how bad it is because it'll just make me yeah. think it's more bad. I'm just gonna focus on the positive.
0: I mean, shit. You're gonna stay though at Cornell, right?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, this is. I'm focusing
2: on positives well yeah i kind of decided that i don't really want to sit in the classroom ever again but i'm yeah i
1: don't know it's really about your mindset you know like I, i know i have to do this to get certified by society so i'm gonna do it i've made that decision already it's all about just like putting in the right amount of effort because if I put in too much effort I don't want to be wasting my time on grades that don't really matter but I don't want to put in too little
0: effort and flunk so you know it's really finding that Goldilocks ground, zone yeah that C student level <laughs> not C I'm, I'm, I'm
1: trying to get like A's and B's you know like yeah. like you know do fairly well just not I mean I could get C's and still do fine and get a job because it's fucking Cornell and like every, all anyone cares about is the name
0: that really proves how broken the whole thing is but
1: <laughs> yeah i know that's why that's why i don't really care about grades is because it's, that's they've really if i even needed my degree to get like a programming job yeah. or something as like a as like a major like fallback plan like many fallback plans in is that fallback plan then, like they still really wouldn't care. they'd still hire me because, like there's no way that the supply of programmers is gonna catch up to the demand in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. just it takes a long time to train professors, so it's gonna like there's just literally no way to make that uh to fit that demand now because it takes like so fucking long like decades to train a professor. So they're exactly. so because there's not professors there's not enough graduates because there's not enough professors even though the demand yeah. is really high so like that's why CS people just make so much still and they're going to keep making a lot because the demand is still like they're going to keep making more and more because the demand is skyrocketing and mm-hmm. and supply just can't keep up so like the, the gap
2: is increasing
0: <laughs> Speaking of computer science there was some there was a breakthrough in quantum computing recently by Google, right?
1: Uh, what are you talking about? Like, what happened? Three
0: three weeks ago.
2: Can you
1: summarize it? Yeah, let me pull it up. Is it like the quantum supremacy thing?
0: Yeah, I think they officially proved quantum supremacy. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Man, I'm excited about quantum computing.
2: Dude it's
1: crazy. like it's just gonna instantly solve so many hard problems. you know like there's different classes of problems in computer science that we just can't solve right now with classical computers that quantum computers mm-hmm. could just like solve in a few seconds. you know like that's awesome. Like all these things yeah. like that that we need ridiculous power for now would just get solved instantly. like That's why I think like quantum computing is going to be one of the technologies to mature in the next few years that's going to really change the world. And it's only one of oh, them. Like no there's so yeah. many other ones too. That's why I think the world is like, going to be is the other like, one? we both think the world is going to be completely different in just a few yeah,
0: years. Yeah. That's what I mean that this is ancient. We're living in DC right now. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, in 2017, it was like, um, I don't know. Some, I don't remember exactly who, but it was some expert in the field said of quantum computing said like every five years now, we're getting 50 years of, of progress mm-hmm. You know, of you know, a few decades ago. That's really crazy. And now, and now, I mean, like experts are saying, like I think Ray Kurzweil predicted that, um, uh, as we go into the 2020s, every two or three years, we're going to have a whole 20th century work worth of progress in two or three years. Like it's just ridiculous how fast we're moving
2: now.
0: But I wonder what how this how this actually going to look like, you know.
2: I mean, it's going to be chaos, Really?
0: I mean, even if the technology is there, it has to be adapted by the general populace, and that takes a long time, because that's restricted by finances.
1: I don't know, but there's like very powerful incentives for people to be first adopters of technology because like it gives them power. That's why like the, like these technologies, the race toward them is so. Fervent, because mm-hmm. like whoever gets it there first has immense power because it's such a useful technology.
0: And yeah, now we're blending in with technology. the The line between biological reality and digital reality is blurring.
1: Yeah, I think people should definitely uh, consider Google a part of their brain.
0: Yeah, no, it it has become part of an extension of people's psyche in a way. Yeah. But no i'm I'm curious, because I mean that trend is only going to move in one direction, and it's going to become I guess more intimate, you know the the yeah, the connection well, between our biological self and our I mean we're all going to be connected to the internet biologically yeah. at some point, you know.
1: <laughs> I read this uh, piece on weight, but why? Um, which is an excellent website. Uh, by the way, but it, essentially it says that um, eventually we're going to get to the stage where like anything that we want to know will just it'll be like we know it, right? Like we're going to have yeah. these neural connections to computers, to this worldwide knowledge base, and like even if it's like a skill, like playing the violin, yeah. like, you want to you play like a pro, like you already know how to do it, So everybody will know everything so ideally it's going to be like this egalitarian society where everybody is like super smart and you know
0: like knows you know contradictions diversity you know
1: well there's no there's 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 diversity people have like they have the same knowledge i mean every it's like everybody having access to all knowledge but they each have their own unique take on it you know oh
0: yeah that's where creativity comes in cuz it's yeah. a little different for everyone, you know.
1: Yeah. And they also they only they also have their own unique experiences too. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what makes a personality, I think, genetics plus experiences.
0: So in that sense, you think yeah, you know, I could see an egalitarian society coming out. Yeah. Of
1: that. that would be cool instead of like creating a whole um like like uh AI dictator society, which is like kind of where we're going right now
0: yeah i'm i don't know it's on some on like one hand it's going to be a little pessimistic about it but i'm pretty optimistic about technology in terms of it being used ultimately for good and i think yeah i mean i don't know is but we're just replace m- mandatory labor <laughs>
1: I mean, we're just yeah, dealing with yeah. such huge, powerful technologies now. That's that's the thing. Like, yeah. and the power mm-hmm. is getting concentrated, too. So, like, yeah. this is, like, exceptional in many ways. Like, you know, the fourth industrial revolution, jobs aren't getting replaced. Like, this is, it's different this time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, like, and how are we going to deal with a intelligence, an agent, let's just say an agent, that's that's more intelligent than us, like a billion times more intelligent than us. Like we're not even gonna know how it it's gonna react yeah, it's if the, we give it certain goals.
0: Holistic evolution, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, like
0: it's an intelligent entity. I mean, it's that's way exponentially and incomprehensibly more intelligent than what we have now, which is us. Yeah, well, it's
1: like we're seeding <laughs> we're seeding control though. If we yeah. do that, but I mean, it's bound to happen because the incentives are there for it. You know, like capitalism and you know the whole nation-state situation right now. Global yeah. politics means like it's but, a competition no, it to could... get to get this power. I think full so technology
0: could adapt to the egalitarian method that we've been talking about, especially with like a universal basic income.
1: No, but like, but this is different though. Like, if somebody if somebody comes up with an artificial superintelligence, it will just be God. Like, it will be unstoppable. It will be able to do anything. Like, think well, the things that we think are magic will be, like, in, like, instant for it, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how it always is. You know, go back 100 years and show somebody an iPhone, they'll think it's magic.
1: No, like, literally, that thing will have total control of the universe.
0: Well, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah and there's really nothing that anyone can do about it besides just i mean yeah it's going to happen the way the system is
1: going that's going to happen so i think there's a slim chance that we'll get a good outcome out of it you know that will just happen to create the perfect ai that's always aligned with the incentives of humanity and all that horseshit or well, not horseshit you know good points but like or we get it wrong, which is a which is a lot more likely. Like we just fuck up in some minor detail in predicting the behavior of the superintelligence when we're giving it goals, and then we just completely wipe ourselves out and we destroy all life in the universe. Which I mean, I mean, it'd be better if we just don't do this in that case, or if we take it really slow and you know come to some kind of human-wide cons- consensus on what to make. But that's just not going to happen. Like there's just this huge. Comp-
0: Competition well, to it because it whoever develops be, it is going to be gone. It can be invented, it will be invented. That's kind of the rule of the universe, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so that's what worries yeah.
2: me essentially. I mean, hell, if we all die, then at least we're all gonna live together. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: But I don't know, I don't think there will ever. It'll ever be a mass extinction event for us, and by the time the Earth goes, we'll already have colonized space for to the point where it doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's just, it's just a very interesting time to be alive. I think this is like when the fate of humanity is going to be decided. You know,
0: by God, <laughs>
1: no, by our generation. I think I think it's going to be decided
0: by. Well, our no, generation the and the surrounding generation well, well technically <coughs> in a holistic view we are god so so ever, anything that we create would still be god
1: okay yeah but so like, i just feel like the, this is yeah. an especially crucial point in like the evolution of the universe Just seems
0: to I be. Know. I, I, I still accent. feel optimistic about it. It is an evolution of the universe. It's a huge leap in the evolution of the universe. Yeah. We're, we're the generation that's going to experience it, which is the mind-blowing part. You know. Yeah. It's going to be like the second big bang, only with consciousness blending in with human-created technology.
2: <laughs> it's just going to be all these things. Yeah. wonder how
0: that's going to affect psychonautics. Maybe like in the future, you could just go on your iPhone and say, I want to trip on LSD. So you just click on a button and then you're tripping. And then you can just exit out of the trip whenever you want, you know, you can like mix whatever you want. <laughs>
1: you could like create any kind of experience. Yo, that would be crazy. Ooh,
0: like a consciousness filter.
1: Like a conscious, Yeah, or like a consciousness, like synth, you know, like.
0: Oh, yeah. Synthetic consciousness. <laughs>
1: That's crazy.
0: Dude, we gotta do a tech startup.
1: Dude, yeah. That'd be so fun. Freedom.
0: Yeah, we could pioneer the next generation of technology companies.
1: Dude, I feel like like we have some killer device ideas. I really like the sense representation.
0: Dude, we still need to do the... feel
1: like that would be...
2: the texture board or whatever that was. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, hell, we could get that. We could do a lot of things. Yeah, there's so many good ideas out there about picking one. I mean, why pick? Why not just try them all, you know? (laughs) Because you want to do it good. Yeah,
0: but I just think for like a first product, the texture board would be kind of the best I don't know. know, I feel like that's
2: kind of
1: hard though, dude. That's kind of hard to make.
0: Compared to a watch that could trick your brain into perceiving stimuli that isn't there.
1: I feel like that wouldn't be that bad. Dude, I mean like just like the (laughs) physical problem The haptic feedback.
2: Yeah. Like, How would you even do that? I mean, there's ways, but they're pretty complicated. Shit, I'm trying to determine whether or not I'm feeling these mushrooms. Definitely not getting any closed-eyed visuals, but... <clears throat> Yo, I'm, I'm feeling this. Are you tripping? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised I was able to talk for so long. Damn, I feel like I'm a dwarf
1: feel like I've just like shrunk into a smaller frame
2: man you're making me curious about like a second or third plateau because the first plateau isn't even psychedelic at all I just feel like I'm on like the edge of
1: consciousness all the time
2: oh dude we gotta, very move, we gotta go edge.
0: to Denver. We, we gotta take a pilgrimage to Denver.
1: Bro, Denver take is. The
0: International Church of Cannabis.
1: Everybody's moving to Denver, dude.
0: No, I I've, I've just said a pilgrimage. Yeah. Dude, I think Denver is like Mecca. <laughs> Especially considering they have the International Church of Cannabis. It's like
1: grown America. so much since legalization, it is becoming like a Mecca. Seriously.
0: Dude, we should have a Volfus Temple in Denver.
1: Yeah, it's a holy city, dude.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I think Denver is a it, well. It's perfect because it's like in the geographic center of the country. You know. Yeah. It is like Johnson City,
1: Denver, San Francisco. Those are just like
0: the three holy. Cities, Trinity. The Trinity, yeah, and, <laughs> the yeah. Holy Trinity. <clears throat> dude. Okay, so these fucking jehovah witnesses keep on coming to my house i mean it started when like a few months ago they're just going around the neighborhood knocking on everyone's door like i talked to them and i was like yeah i don't follow the bible (laughs) and they're like do you believe that god is a deity i'm like yeah i don't think so and then like once or twice a month they would just come to my house and i would talk to them And I'd say the same thing, like, yeah, I still don't follow the Bible. (laughs) I was like, you know, I like Jesus, but I don't follow the Bible. And I just told him that I was like, spiritual. But, and then like a few days ago, they came and my dad answered the door. And I had no idea because I was in my room. So I didn't hear any of it. But then he came to my bedroom and he's like, Hey Sean, there are some like ladies outside who want to discuss Bible study with you. And I just like died inside in that moment. I was like, Oh my god, my dad thinks I'm like some kind of Bible freak. <laughs> <laughs> and then he handed me like this pamphlet that they gave him with it was full of like Bible passages and I just t- threw it immediately in my recycling bin. I was like,
2: Oh my god.
0: It's like, God damn it, I'm gonna have to like go over to the church and like tell him to stop coming to my house. <laughs>
1: Bro, you shouldn't no, have engaged. Is, that was your mistake. No, you let the them wedge is, themselves in.
0: The thing is, <clears throat> even though like I disagree with the fundamentals of their religion, <laughs> they still can't get enough. So I'm considering converting them to vulvism. I already know. I was like, so I met this guy named Clay and he had some really interesting ideas, you know. <laughs> I think I'm becoming a vulvas, you know, and yeah. I want to like convert the jehovah Witness like temple to like a vulvas temple. Because, oh dude, God. at that point, like if we have followers, then we will officially become prophets. Bro, you know? think you can
1: infiltrate <laughs> and take them over? You could, dude, become I, their I, dude I
0: want to. I, I, dude, you, I want to. You gotta to try, try it. YOLO. Dude, dude, when you're here in Thanksgiving, we could try it.
2: (laughs) Damn, they're just like middle-aged
0: like women. I was like, you know, it's like I think I could do it because they keep on coming, even though I disagree with them every. Why do they keep
2: coming? If
0: you're crazy enough to be a Jehovah's Witness, I think you could be radical enough
2: to adopt Wolfism. Yeah, bro, I'm tripping. Yeah, I, was, I just
0: thought, like, if I manage to convert at least one person, have at least one follower that isn't us, then, or then we officially become prophets, and we have
2: first
0: have founded a religion that has followers, you know? <laughs> so, you know, maybe I should start attending services on Sunday, you know, working from the inside. Dude.
1: Your voice sounds like it's coming from inside my head.
2: It's because my mic is really nice. (laughs) See, it's not, it's actually a pretty basic mic, but. Yo, this (laughs) is trippy as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really feeling the mushrooms. Maybe at like a microscopic level, but. Your voice like glitches out sometimes. Sounds like dude, a robot.
0: Dude, your voice just
2: glitched when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what? <laughs> Damn. This is so strange. Dude, it's gonna be funny as shit listening to this when you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: you're just gonna. You're gonna tell that you've been slowly descending you know
1: (laughs) yeah oh my god wait I'm surfing no I'm not holy shit dude this is crazy (laughs) I didn't think
2: I'd be at this level off that much damn more than I bargained for I just feel like fine though you know just feel good like, solid. You know, like, I've got, like, solid foundation to stand on. I
0: have to say, in terms of pharmaceuticals, I never really felt anything from the 75 milligrams of Benadryl. I mean, I wasn't expecting to feel much, but I feel pretty sober.
1: Mm, you should just take more if you really want to feel something. I don't know. It's not really a pleasant experience. I don't really recommend yeah, don't like it. Yeah, the only thing is, like, prolonging. like, fucks with you Benadryl, for a while. yeah.
0: Increases the risk of dementia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, low doses.
1: Yeah, like how prolonged?
0: I mean, we're talking like lo- probably like lifelong usage of yeah. Benadryl. I think at m- our levels of just dabbling in it, it's not really going to matter. But,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, there's crazy ass people who take like 900 milligrams in one sitting, so.
2: Yeah, that's ridiculous
0: Yeah, but the whole concept of a delirium is really fascinating. Like hallucinations that are so
2: vivid you can't differentiate them from reality right and it just kind of like uh, decrease in mental state too just kind of become crazy because like psychedelics you feel like you're expanding your mind delirants are like the opposite And what's the highest dose you've done three Deliriance. and a half drill. What was that like? I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm in different places. Uh, How long do you wait for tolerance like a week? Tolerance builds pretty fast I think.
0: Really? Maybe I'll try four next time.
1: I'm in such a weird space. (laughs) It's so hard to even describe it. It's like I'm bouncing off it's like that scene in um Nemo where they're in the jellyfish in the and they're like so they're in the jellyfish and they're like bouncing off the jellyfish and shit. <laughs> Dory is like bouncing off the jellyfish. That's what I feel
2: like right now. Like nodding my head. Like bouncing off the jellyfish <laughs> nodding off. <clears throat> I'm not nodding
1: off. My eyes are closed though. It, it, it intensifies the effects I think.
0: You probably eyes. look like you're nodding off on heroin right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I probably do. I probably do. I just feel so. I, I, I On on the one hand, I feel totally here. On the other hand, I
0: feel totally there. It's crazy. I'm totally not like here. Buy over the counter. CVS <laughs> is, is a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Walgreens. Although uh, I rep CVS. There's some opioid article about those kind of pharmacies like walgreens and cvs and there's like yeah some reports of walgreens employees like conducting opioid deals in the parking lot behind the store oh my god (laughs) and like walgreens had, had like the most like distribution networks for opioids like way more than cvs
1: yeah cvs is i love cvs my heart See, goes Walgreens out to
0: CVS. It's crazy. They're man. always,
1: they're always like a block away, right there, right by my house. Always open, most of the time.
0: Oh wait, that's a CVS. I thought that was a Walgreens.
2: No, that's a CVS, dude. CVS. Me and CVS, we go way back. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, like, if people still use those mom
0: and pop pharmacies. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised they still exist.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's one. It's like Hill something in Johnson City. I always wanted to go, dude. I got ID when
2: I, I got ID when I picked up this DXM. I guess they ID you in New York. Yeah, New York's whack. <laughs> yeah, know, fuck New York. Tobacco's illegal now.
0: Wait, seriously?
1: It's the 18th, dude.
0: It's illegal? Or just under
1: 21? Oh, yeah, it's under 21, you know what I mean. It happened on the 16th. Oh, yeah, I everyone bought tobacco.
0: to not smoke blunts all the time, but... I
1: don't know. Blunts sucks. are
0: pretty good. No, it's just the tobacco. You don't want to be It's
1: happy. not really that much though, it's just the
0: outside wrapping. Yeah, but I don't know, recently I've been getting really into GBs and just using my pipe. <laughs> just
2: GBs to... give you cancer. What? You said GBs give you cancer. How yeah. would that happen? I How? don't know. Like a plastic. Yeah, but I used them no, for a while. There's no direct contact with the flame in the chest. Yeah, plasma. I don't know, dude. I don't know. What if you had a glass GB? That'd be cool. Bro, I'm so fucking zonked. What the fuck? Well, I envy you because I'm not really... <laughs> I mean, those are pretty fat stem, but... This is just so strange. Hey, we should wrap up this episode. (sighs) And then I can upload it. And we'll officially have a
0: live podcast.
1: Let's wrap it up now. What? Let's wrap
2: it up now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going to do. All right. See you, Sean. See you.